But did you check out the um, what is it called? Trigger something by Killer Mike. Heard that? What is that? Trigger. Um, oh, the video. The video you were talking about last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trigger no. warning. Trigger warning. No, I didn't have a chance to check so it out. So in that, I know we were, we were just talking about religion. So I'll just go toward what he was he was doing in one episode where he created his own church and he called it the church of sleep and the book the bible it wasn't a bible it was the book of sleep and he had one of his um friends be like the the preacher person of the religion and what it was was people would go in take a nap they'd wake up write down their dreams how they felt and everything and if they wanted to like just like let things off of their mind, they'd go and and discuss that with with this um, reverend that they had. I found it very interesting, and the reason he started that up is because he's like, black people are out here worshiping a Jesus that doesn't look like them, that is white, and that, that was like his motive from it. That no, we need a black pastor to be following so that, that's what inspired him to go and, and start up his own religion that's, that seems a little odd to me like I understand the message he's trying to send but then the whole point of religion is really to believe in a higher power and create a belief system that comforts people about the afterlife at least that's, that's the way I see it um, mm-hmm. And that kind of takes away from the higher power and puts a human in that role, mm-hmm. which I mean is okay. But you're then saying that this person has the answer to everything, which I find to be not okay. Yeah, like if it if it created a good message and helped people in the long run, that's awesome. Yeah, but to call it a religion well, is then kind of weird stop, to me. Stop on that. I don't know. I don't remember if he called it a religion, but okay. he just started his own like belief in his own kind of church where people can go and practice okay. this thing. And they, the people of the church, were the creators of the of the the practice because, as I said, it was called the Church of Sleep, Book of Sleep. The Book of Sleep that he handed them did not have anything written in it. <laughs> it was just like they go to sleep, <laughs> and they wake up, they write in it whatever dreams they had, you know. And his his thing. Behind it too was that, you know, people in society these days are not getting enough sleep, and this is affecting them in a great way. So yeah, we we've been chatting on um, just to give a little introduction on ourselves. My name is Sungi. My background's in fitness and health, and I currently run my own fitness business where I help people achieve healthier lifestyles and achieve their goals. I do this with the development of healthy lifestyle habits. So we focus on developing long-term habits instead of focusing on short-term. Uh, my name is Paul. I've been, for the past seven years, been working on learning and understanding about business and entrepreneurship. I've started a few businesses myself, recently went back to school to gain a better understanding of the fundamentals and um, I've literally just been spending my time just learning from entrepreneurs that I have a lot of respect for. My name is Tyrell, I'm the producer, uh, journalism grad. 
basically sums it up. <laughs> but no, I, I, I gotta get back to this conversation, man. I how, how are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, y'all need to so, go check that out. Killer Mike, trigger warning. Everybody listening to this too. Very open-minded person, and you know there's there's quite a few episodes that make you think like, how can somebody put up with with stuff like this, like dealing with you know different groups of people and different beliefs and accepting it all, like different beliefs such as people coming from from sides of like hatred or and, and still being open to hearing what they have to say. Hmm. It sounds like a good. Uh it's like a documentary. It's it's a TV show, so it's, okay. uh, it's there's like six episodes on it. Unfortunately, because I'm done all of them now, and I gotta wait till you know they put some more up there new season. But yeah, I definitely recommend that people check it out, and it's it opens your mind to 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 other things in life, different from you know what you believe is best in. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm glad you said he's open-minded because there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so much in society now that people are, even if someone is open-minded, they're mm. quickly thrown into a category that can make them the enemy for not having any opinion or for even just being too open-minded and mm. not choosing a side. Like we were talking about earlier, there is so let me let me let me let me sum it up really quick, really quick. <laughs> so basically we were talking about um if you uh are in the middle on black lives matter then you are a part of the problem as well mm-hmm. so if you do not pick a side you side with the oppressor mm-hmm. you know what i'm gonna have to kind of side with tyrell on that because i feel like something should be you know there are gonna be people out there who are gonna be afraid to say something I guess that's understandable in that sense. I believe it's important to to be on the defense for, for the person that's being, you know, put at a disadvantage because of racism. So you said, like, maybe somebody wouldn't say something because they're afraid mm-hmm. um, to speak up. What would be the reasons on why they would be afraid? Would it be mm. lack of knowledge? Um, they don't know mm-hmm. what to say. How, what to say? Then you would inform yourself, right? Yeah. You would inform yourself, and then you would understand more, better to speak up and say something. Because I feel like a lot of the people that don't want to say anything, mm-hmm. mostly majority white, obviously, um, a lot of the people that don't say anything is because lack of knowledge. Um, they don't know what to say. Th- that is very true. Another big thing is um, they feel like it's not their place. They feel like it's not their place, one, and then they feel like the this this is this is where it does tie would tie into being on the racism side because they feel like they don't want to be judged by their peers, meaning their peers, the people they are around, have those beliefs that they'd be going against. Mm-hmm. They don't wanna mess but, that up for themselves. But my problem with like this train of thought is to label someone an enemy just because they don't see it your mm-hmm. way. And I'm not saying it's something that should be seen one way or another. It is a terrible thing. Um, but for someone who, even in a situation where they're not informed enough and don't want to go and voice an opinion that could be 
um, wrong or misinformed, I don't think you go and then say you're an enemy. You're you're part of the problem. Then mm-hmm. you can say, hey, like this is what's going on. I'd like your support. If they say no, you can you can say you can look at them as a bad person. But if mm-hmm. they didn't go to the other side and say no, these people are right. Mm-hmm. I don't see them as an enemy. You see, in that case, I su- I support that as well. If somebody's given the opportunity to stand up for a side that's but that's the right thing like a lot a lot of people aren't given an opportunity and i'm not saying they should need an opportunity to support people who are mm. um being taken advantage of or being mistreated but yeah a lot of like for example on some of the signs and on facebook you'll see stuff like um if you're not if you're not standing with us you're standing against us mm-hmm. why if this person has done nothing racially charged they don't have they're not picking any side mm-hmm. don't automatically make them an enemy it's like mm-hmm. black people in what a hundred years ago mm-hmm. just because they weren't the same skin color as a white person bam they were an enemy just because a native person wasn't the same skin color or had the same belief bam they were an enemy of the white person that's us okay. doing the exact same thing if you're not following mm-hmm. us and you don't have our belief you're an enemy so let's let's say we take that point away of Appointing someone as an enemy, if they are not doing anything and they are just ignoring the issue, is that making it better or is it making it worse? Silence equals consent in my eyes. Because if you're not speaking up about the issue, that means you're okay with it. You're content with it. You're content with all the racism that's going on. I don't see that. It's the same. It's the same in like when you brought up the bullying scenario, right? If you see somebody being picked on and you don't say anything, that means you're okay with it. Hmm. That means you don't care. You don't care enough to do anything about it. And that's what that's basically what people uh, silent are doing. They don't care enough to do anything about it. So they don't give a flying f like about. Can can we surround the show? Yeah, you can surround. Don't give a fuck. Let's surround the show. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. cool. This is the barbershop. I I don't want to censor anything. They don't give a fuck. Okay. Like they don't give a fuck about us is what they're saying. All right. I, I can like I said before. I can agree with that to an extent. It all depends on the scenario. Like for example, if, if in a situation where something is racially, a negative situation happen is happening because of a racially charged Mm -hmm. issue. And the person does absolutely nothing to help. Depending on how severe it is, you can say that person might be racist. That might, that person might be making the situation worse. For example, we said if um, a person of color walks into an all-white church and they're immediately asked to leave, mm-hmm. um, would I jump up and say like, "Hey, you can't tell him to leave." For starters, if I'm not a part of that church, I'm not going to say anything. If someone has their church and they have their own views about their home, and essentially a church is, peop- is a group of people's home. That's, that's their home away from home. If they ask someone to leave, it might be really shitty. It might be very closed-minded. Guess what? That's their home. I think I think the reason would have to be pretty legitimate though. If you're if you're asking, but he doesn't to, want to know the reason because he's not going to ask why. No, if you're asking someone to leave because they've offended, whatever practice you guys are doing or belief you have if they're doing something that i guess is yeah but that's not the scenario that's not the scenario yeah. though the scenario is just that he walks into the church and he's asked to leave and yeah, he's that's a it. colored just, just individual blankly. and it's a white church and he's asked to leave mm-hmm. you're not going to say anything about it being another colored individual another brother you're just going to see another brother 
walk out being asked to leave. No. And and I'm not a very religious person, but if if I saw this happening and I was a very religious person, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I might not say anything about so, that, but I'll go and welcome that person into my church. There's a difference between forcing so yourself. So then you are stepping. There's a difference between forcing yourself upon someone and there's a difference between welcoming someone. If you go into someone else's neighborhood and say you can't make me leave, that's causing a problem. No matter what the issue is. That's someplace you were not before. You just decided, I'm going to go into this place and I'm going to be a force. I'm going to be heard. If I then go, hey man, they don't want you there. I want you here. Come here. So what are you saying? We should, I'll, I'll hold your hand, my brother. We should all just go back to Africa? Is what I'm you're saying? I'm saying that's an option. I'm not saying everyone <laughs> should do it, but I'm saying that's an option. All right. But we shouldn't have to feel the, the need to go back to Africa when there are like when we're supposed to be created as equal, like mm-hmm. we're supposed to be equal here 100%. or there. Do you think we um, throw like when white people come to Africa on peace treaty missions and stuff like that? Do we say leave? No, we welcome them with open arms. Yeah, but now you're comparing us to someone else whose history is two histories that are completely different. Yeah, our history has been. And we're trying but, to change that. But we're in my opinion, we're trying to force that change. If, well, you, we if have you can't to. change someone's we mind for to, hold on, if you can't change someone's mind for four hundred years, do you keep trying for another four hundred? Yeah. Why? Because um, you have to be persistent. You have to be persistent. Persistence is gonna make change. Just like um, I forget what year it was, nineteen sixty four, when the riots were going on, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, after days of rioting, then they came up with the Equality Act. That's fair, and. Let me let me put it to and straight up not, right now. Uh, I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. 100. percent I think we. No, should, I, I, me, but this is my let, point though. Let me bring up a scenario, okay? I have a friend. I'm not gonna say his name, but he's also black, okay? Mm-hmm. And then he likes to play devil's advocate all the time, right? And then we were talking, and then you know what he said to me? He said, which I've heard uh, another time too on somebody's Facebook post. He said, um, when black people are killing black people, why are there no protests? Right? Mm, and you know what I said? You know what I said? Mm. I said, it's because black people aren't killing black people because of the color of their skin. That's the difference. That's fair. That, that is a good response as well. But yeah, I don't even want to get into that one. That, that one will actually get me going right there. <laughs> but um, no, there's... Hey, you know, you know something that we may be able to agree on? So we're talking about, oh, are you going to stand up and act this way? Or how would you think? Or what would you say? How would you feel? You know, this person who's told to leave, how do you think they're going to feel? And then as somebody who's a part of a group that has just kicked somebody out due to, you know, discrimination, how are you going to feel in that moment? Will you feel comfortable with what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you have to say something, if you, you don't even have to say something, but how are you going to feel in that moment? Yeah, what would you feel like? What would you feel like if you saw a brother leaving and... I already said it. I I you told you straight, with him? huh? You leave with him, bro. I'm not in the church. I told I just told you it was not my church. <laughs> no, but, I said I'm gonna welcome him into my home. Oh. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. No, the scenario is you're in the church that bro, he's being just kicked said it out was of. All white church. I know, no, no. Okay, so you I know, I know. the scenario. No, no, no. no but no, no. like, why wouldn't that be the scenario? What, okay, if you're not there in the first place, then how would you how would you know what's going down? Yeah, I could be walking by. No, no. Let's put you in the let's put you in the church. Put me in the you're in the church. You're like their token black guy. That they have. Damn. Right? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> My man said, I'm out on the porch. Okay, let's go. All right, so you're in the church and you see a brother leave because he got kicked out. 
because for no reason. How are you feeling in that scenario? Did you speak up since you're in the church? Then I'm going to stand up and I'm going to ask why. Okay, then what are we talking about then? Like, you just said you're going to stand up. So I think we're agreeing to agree right now. No, because it's (laughs) It's two very completely different situations. If I was accepted by that church... One where you're not in the church and one where you're in the church. But if I was accepted by that church already... I can't automatically go, this is racially charged. Because uh-huh. guess what? They already accepted well, you're gonna, the black you're person. You're going to question so, that. Because I'm going to question it because I can see the fact that there doesn't seem to be any basis for it. Now okay. I'm going to ask. But if there's no black person in this church, there has never been a black person in this congregation, what? and they kick uh-huh. a black person out of their church? Would you... Would, okay, he said you're the token black guy. Would you question, why are they accepting me as the only black guy in the church, and they just kicked out a black guy? No. Because, okay, in my opinion, if I go, huh, I wonder why they're accepting me but not him. That, in my mind, that's kind of turning the spotlight, that's turning the attention on me. Mm-hmm. That it, the attention shouldn't be on me. The attention should be on that person's situation and why they're being treated that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go, oh, why are they accepting me and not him? I'm going to go, why are you not accepting him? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only scenario there for me. Okay. So you it's, would speak, at the end of the day, you would speak up if you were there. It depends there. on the if situation. You're present, you were there. If I am not a part of that congregation and there is no colored person a but part you're of that there. congregation, huh? But you're there, though. I'm not a part of the church. I'm witnessing what's happening. I'm not a part of the church. If I'm witnessing what's happening, I'm not going to fight to force that person into something that. No, no, you don't have to fight. We're not asking you to fight. We're just I'm, asking I'm, you I to don't mean speak like this. Yeah, but, no, no, I know. But, fight yeah. with words. Yeah, yeah. But still, I'm not going to argue that, oh, you should allow him here. But I'm going to say, no, up, if they though, don't right? want you there, we'll take you. Okay, so you see him leave, and then you talk to him and say, hey, they don't want you there, come, come with us, mm-hmm. right? You're still doing something about it. 100%. Okay. But, but what you're I'm not, saying is this. You're picking a side is what you're I'm doing. I'm not picking a side. You are picking a side. Picking a you side. are picking a side. 100% I'm not picking a side. You're and not I'll, in the middle, I'll, though, I'll because why. you just spoke to the guy, and I'll you explain, said, look, you can come with us. I'll explain why I'm not picking a side. I'm not going at it as if this person did something wrong and this person did something wrong. I'm going at it as I see that you need support. I will support you. That's and not picking a side. That's all that we're asking for. Black Lives Matter. We're just asking for your support. Ooh, there's, there's Isn't a, that not all we're asking on, for? Th- it's just on. your support. There's a difference between how people approach it, though. So what you're saying is Black Lives Matter just wants support, correct? That's no, not state- just. Not just. How, how are you going to say no after wow. I just quoted okay, so your words? You like, to, you like to pick for words then, huh? Oh. No, 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 no. I, uh, words look, are power. Look, 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 words look. are power. How you describe We're something is huge. We're not just asking huge. for support. I mean, like, if that's all you can give, we'll take it. All right. So then, but you're going to criminalize someone who doesn't give you support. If they don't give us anything, I'm not criminalizing them. I'm just saying they're choosing the side of the oppressor because they chose to be silent. And silence Oppressing is someone is a criminal act, so you're criminalizing someone who is supporting a criminal. Where, where does it say oppressing somebody is a criminal act? It's slavery. Slavery was the oppression of black yeah, people. Yeah, but there's that's different criminal... levels to oppression, obviously. See, that's, that's my problem, though. You want a yes or no answer on certain situations, but then you say in other situations I'm there are at... levels to it, so there's gray areas. Uh, there's a lot of gray areas in a lot I'm, of different I'm situations. I'm sticking strictly to a yes or no situation. It's either black or white. I'm not going to put gray areas in there because... It's the whole sentiment of people dating nowadays. And I know we're getting kind of off topic, but hopefully you'll see my point after this. It's the whole concept of dating nowadays where um, in the past, someone will go, I'm, I'm attracted to you. I'd like to date you and we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Very simple, very clean cut. Mm. Nowadays, I think I like you. 
oh, we're going to go through all these levels now. We're going to date. We're going to see each other. We're going to hook up. We're going to be um, fuck buddies. We're going to be friends with benefits. We're going to be this. We're going to be that. And then potentially we may get married one day. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through all these little levels and say, oh, um, you're not racist, but you're supporting this person if you don't support me. Oh, you're not racist. You came to this rally one time, so I know you're not racist. Oh, you're this because of this little one thing you did. It's either you support or you don't support, but it's the way you support someone. It doesn't always have to be a, an uphill fight. It, al it doesn't always have to have an enemy. So that, Change doesn't need an make, enemy. You make, you make an interesting point, right? That you're saying the way you support someone, so that's implying that there is some kind of action being taken towards a, a specific direction. Like, not well, saying aside, but a specific direction. Like, there has to, yes, action has to be taken. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be taken against someone. There doesn't have to be a negative person, a negative part attributed to someone. Mm -hmm. So just because that person doesn't come out to a Black, Matters, uh, Black Lives Matter rally, uh -huh. doesn't make them the enemy. You know what? You can still say, hey, mm -hmm. I understand you're not voicing your opinion right now, but whatever happens, know that you're welcome to stand with us. Yeah. That's a different approach. Like, in my opinion, I have more of a Martin Luther King approach where I'm not going to marginalize you for not supporting us, but I'm going to let you know that you're welcome to stand with us. And you have a little bit more of a Malcolm X approach, which is you're welcome to stand with us, but if you stand with them, I'm going to fuck you up. Well, yeah, if you start with and, them. And there's nothing wrong with either side. Okay, okay, that's what we're at. That's the conclusion. There's nothing wrong with either side. I'm just saying, from my point of view, I'm not going to make someone an enemy unless I have to. Understood. But um, it's, it's easier to pinpoint where your enemies are in, during times like this. For me, at least, because if you're not, well, not speaking not, up, because like what you said that, um, like if they make like one post or if they go to one protest, like, mm -hmm. oh, it counts as like supporting, right? And like whatever. But um, we can see through that. Like I made a big post about like the Blackout Tuesday, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where some people think that like they can just post a black box on their Instagram and oh, I'm with solidarity. I support you. And I love when that they haven't, when they have not it. said anything, anything about it in the past. Or now, like mm -hmm. it, they're just uh, following the trend, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, so, like those people, I would say they're like it may seem like they're supporting us, but they're siding with the oppressor because they're not saying anything else. And to you, you're saying, well, like why should they feel obligated to say something, right? If they don't want to, which is fine. If you don't want to say anything, then that means that you're part of the problem. I'm not. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying you are solely racist. I'm just saying you're part of the hey, problem because you're not speaking up. Sarah, I know I know where you're getting at, and I think we, we need to move away from the idea of that the person becomes the enemy. The person just becomes someone who does not support your cause. Exactly. And your your cause, whether it's being treated equally, fairly, or just. That's that's the thing that's that's not being supported and needs to be supported, right? So they're not necessarily the enemy, but they they don't they don't they don't have your back. So you look at that like that. They don't have your back, right? If someone doesn't have your back, what is that person to you? Then fuck them. <laughs> like, like, with all, with all that's so true but lately i've been like i've been looking through my social media seeing okay who who actually cares about this movement who actually believes that you know and 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 has 
agreed to what is actually going on, not the people who are like, oh, this shit's not going on. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist, especially not in Canada when clearly it has been going on a lot. And ourselves, each of us, I bet we've, we've all had our own experiences with this, that I lost my train of thought. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> well, where, where was I going out with that? Refresh my mind, y'all. <laughs> um, I think you're going along the lines of um, the support that people have uh -huh. and how they think that little acts, like very minuscule acts that might just be fluff, mm -hmm. are beneficial to the okay. cause. And I agree with you. It, there it, are, might, it might be, right? Because the more more people you see in putting up those squares, may, maybe it... it gets people's attention and like, oh shit, this thing is going on and someone on their page will see it and question, okay, why did they post that and what does it mean? And I, I agree with you to an extent. There are a lot of situations where people will post that black square and automatically they think, okay, in 20 years they're going to say, oh, I was at the movement because I posted <laughs> that square. You can't You weren't, that. but you know what? That's what some people are going to think. Personally, I didn't post a black square. Okay. Just because... It's a running fact now, and I hate calling it a fact, but people genuinely think that because they post something on social media, mm -hmm. they're creating change. Yeah. I'm not going to say that it didn't help spread the message. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that it took away from the message or it wasn't beneficial. But in my mind, if you post something on social media, it has no effect until something physical happens in real life. Mm-hmm. None of this change would have happened if everybody posted a black box and there were no there were no protests, mm -hmm. there was no rioting, there was no voice. But can't can't social media have the same effect as the news? It can, but the problem my problem with social media is that social media has put the belief in people's heads that it is a power that can create change. Social mm -hmm. media by itself cannot create change, mm -hmm. and yeah. that's why that's that's where we get into the concept where. A lot of us are saying, oh, just because you posted a black box doesn't mean you stand with us. Yeah. It doesn't. 100% it doesn't. It just means that you posted something that would look trend, good for your image. With the trend, yeah. That's about it. I think that social media could make change nowadays. Like, social media... It can help. It, it doesn't create change on its own. It, it, no, it doesn't create change on its own. It's but part it, of the formula. It does help. It, yeah. it does okay. help build the fire, right? Um, with, like, uh, with the like black square thing still being here... Um, somebody commented on my post saying, because I think he felt offended, like I was attacking him personally. Whoa. What was the person's background? Whoa. <laughs> just, just asking. Whoa. He's white. Just asking. Okay, okay. He's white. He didn't say anything bad. Okay, yeah. actually, I can bring it up and read it. Wait, what did you say? You said, what's the background? He's white. He's white. All right. Um, it's essentially, he felt because attacked he posted, by the And I felt that, like, I felt that I was going to get a little bit of backlash, too, because, like, a lot of my friends posted the black square. Like, almost mm -hmm. everybody posted uh -huh. the black square. And I wasn't attacking anybody for posting the black square, right? I was just saying, don't let the black square be the only thing that you do. Yeah. Okay? Oh, okay. So, so that's, that's what, what got them upset, what, the post you made. Yeah, because, about, like, okay. here, wait. Um, I'll read that their, their post here, okay? I'm not going to say his name or anything. But he said... Said I'm doing it to spread awareness, but I also believe that if everyone does it, if everyone does it, believes in equality, some change will come of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this silently. I'm using whatever voice I can to make a change. One race, bro. Okay, <laughs> but that's the only thing that he's done. Yeah, 
That's but, the only thing he's done. So if you want to make a change, if you're doing it for awareness and to make a change, actually mm-hmm. make like keep continue doing it. Exactly. 100%. Don't stop. Don't just let the and, black square define the change that you're trying to make. Uh-huh. And I, I like this post because I didn't want any like bad blood or anything, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, I, yeah. I, I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. But my post is about don't let that be the only mm-hmm. thing that you're doing. Like if you say you want to make change and you you if you think that everybody should do it is uh, going to make a change and he doesn't want to be silent, then mm-hmm. why are you silent now? And why were you silent then? You see, that, that draws questions. Like, do they really care about the qua- the cause? Do they really care about the cause? And it, it's great that you you, you uh, posted, uh, you made that post about not just stopping at the Black Square. Mm-hmm. Um, before, like, as I was mentioning earlier, an excuse for, for people to not want to support the movement or the cause because they may think... Um, you know, there might be judgment from other people and they want to avoid that because other people have certain beliefs and whatnot. It'll affect either their image or whatever. An example is uh, my business page, Sungi Fitness. It's supposed to be mainly for business, whatnot, but I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, this is a medium that I have to be able to share this message. And social media can lead to taking action, Right. Because people, whether they see stuff, they hear stuff, they read it, it's going to make them feel a type of way. And if you could move people in that way, if you can make them feel something, then that's going to lead them to taking that action that's necessary for a change. 100%. No, I I see where both of y'all are coming from, and I, I do agree for the most part. But in my mind... Like, that guy is a perfect example of the fact that he thinks that that little action of posting a black square mm-hmm. and going hashtag Blackout Tuesday is going to help. Uh-huh. And it won't. But he's gotten the belief because of everything that has happened over the last 10 years with social media mm-hmm. that if you post something on social media, no matter how irrelevant or useless it is, and I'm not saying it's useless, but if that's the only thing you do, essentially it is because mm-hmm. you just posted a black picture. Is that why you didn't want to want to post it? Because you thought it had irrelevance, like it wouldn't. No, do anything? It, not that I think it has irrelevance, mm-hmm. but I'm much more of a I'm more of a person that has to do something physically. Okay, I actually have to be there and be involved to feel like I made a change. Mm-hmm. If I went about my daily life, I went to work, did everything, and just posted a black square, I would feel like I was below, like worth less than dirt. Mm-hmm. Like I'd feel like I did absolutely nothing, and I copped out by just saying, "Oh, you know what." I took five seconds to post a black picture and mm-hmm. boom, I'm, I'm supporting. Mm-hmm. No. Like I, and I'm not saying that people who went to work and didn't go protest or anything like that are in the wrong. But yeah. for example, I, as we walked away from the protest, we had a black bus driver pass us on the road, slow down, open his window and say, hey, I couldn't go, but thank you for going for me. Wow. That's a powerful that statement, so especially powerful, coming yeah. from some an older generation talking to the younger generation. That's mm-hmm. a powerful statement. And he, I bet you he didn't go on social media and say, I'm going to post this black screen and I did my job. Mm-hmm. But our generation seems to think that that matters. It can help change, but it cannot do it on its own. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem with the power that social media has right now. You know, I, I heard, I heard um, that it's not just one type of action that's gonna bring about the change you know we're gonna have people protesting the people you know posting sharing spreading the information and posting 
stuff that's actually like going to be helpful toward the cause things that will educate people mm -hmm. that's what i think social media is biggest for informing people 100% informing people and, and, and I don't I don't want to say that social media is terrible like <laughs> the other videos do help 100% mm -hmm. no, no but my thing is just that black square no no black square is stupid like honestly it, it's kind of cringe mm -hmm. it's you big know, cringe you know, you know what's interesting even like my sisters posted it I'm like because I know my sisters are doing more than that right but mm -hmm. I'm like bro like did they, did they go to the march um no, no, my, uh, they weren't one, able to uh one of my sisters is pregnant oh she congratulations yeah there. which so, one uh, Tamika. Word. Yeah. Wow. Why do you look so surprised? <laughs> oh, I know his sister. I know. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's pregnant, so she can't go to the okay. protest, you know? Well, congratulations, congratulations Tamika. Congratulations, mm -hmm. Tamika. Um, my other sister was working, so. Okay. But my mom went. Oh, word. Yeah, my mom went. It's cool. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. It's cool. Nice. My mom's Indian, right? So. Yeah. But, like, she's basically black, so. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, half the Caribbean is Indian, so, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, like, and, and that's like the big problem I see. Mm -hmm. um, and again, social media has a lot of power. It can be used in a very positive way, but it's been given too much power. It's like, um, it's essentially becoming as powerful as the church in a way. The mm. church has spread a singular message and because of that message, they have gained power across the entire globe. Mm -hmm. Social media has been used in a certain way and effectively, very effectively. I'm not saying social media doesn't, isn't useful, mm -hmm. but it's been used so effectively that people think that relying only on social media is mm -hmm. just is good enough. But with social media, it'd be messed up sometimes. Oh, 100%. Um, it, can, it can make change, actually. Um, because like when you see those Karens on social media, like, you know what a Karen is? Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they get fired from their jobs and stuff because it's all posted on social media. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but you know, where social media, like Twitter could take a bad turn mm -hmm. and this is the, like going like with like what we were talking about earlier on being in the middle, um, silence when people are silent and don't say anything, people will come out their necks. Mm -hmm. on social media if you're a celebrity and you don't speak up at all and you're still posting like your lattes and whatever yeah. on social media people are gonna attack you and like you're gonna oh. be canceled you're gonna be canceled all right. that, that, that's a huge thing with with big celebrities like there, there's been something going on about oprah and what's that girl's name gail mm -hmm. something how they they protested against black men before that were accused of certain things but now they're silent that you know, civil rights are being fought for, for black men. But see, and, and that speaks to my argument that we're looking to create enemies now. If someone mm -hmm. has proven that, yes, they do stand with you in the past, mm -hmm. why is it all of a sudden, no, you didn't stand with us this one time, you're an enemy now? But why, why not now? Maybe someone has their own reason for some. No one's asking that, are they? What? Mm -hmm. It's, it's because oh, they... you didn't stand, so now you're an enemy. Or maybe... Or maybe it's because mm -hmm. she has endorsements in certain organizations uh -huh. that if she would stand up and speak now, she would probably lose them. Maybe 100%. It's that. That's possible. But then do you go to someone who has proven that they support black people? Proven. It's not like there was a question of this. Mm -hmm. 
Do you used to go to her and say you're racist for you're you're part of the problem because you're not standing with us now? Uh, if you're not using your powerful voice now and she has she has millions a great of followers, again, if you're not a, using your voice, if if you're in a position of power, right? Yeah. In a position to um, make a change to make a change with the big as Oprah is, mm -hmm. and you don't speak up, I would say yeah. And you're I'm not, signing, I'm not you're saying, signing with them then. I'm not saying it's okay that she didn't speak up, but I'm just saying, again, I'm not going to make her an enemy because she didn't. Mm. That's taking away her entire history, everything she has gone through, everything she has done to help the cause in the past and creating an enemy for no reason. Mm. Yes, it would have been beneficial. It, she, she probably should have come to help or gone to support or whatever the analogy, the phrasing would be for that mm -hmm. but, it, it, but it, i don't want to make an enemy out of her knowing that she has supported in the past it's not it's not also it's not making an enemy it's like you're saying that just because someone is silent they're not choosing a side she has chosen a side in the past by standing up and speaking for for someone a white person that she supported and Right now, she's staying silent. She's choosing to stay silent for the cause that's going on for Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Right? So she, she made the decision. She chose that side. People are upset because she chose that side in the start. She supported, showed she, she supported that side and shows that she doesn't support what's going on right now. Has she shown that she doesn't support, though? Because that's a very, very heavy statement to say that she does not support. Well, I mean, you've chosen once you remain silent. That's a very jaded statement. Okay, for example, <laughs> for example, if, if, think of a clothing company that you like. Name, name one. Nike. If Nike did not make a statement, whether they supported or didn't support, whether they, maybe they did absolutely nothing. They just stayed out of it. Mm -hmm. I'd probably stop buying Nike, to be honest. You, you know what? Automatically? Oh, uh, yeah. This, yeah. You know, okay, cool. You know, Off-White at Virgil Abloh, mm -hmm. okay? He made a post, right? Um, he made a post on his Instagram uh, matching a $50 donation, yeah. and he decided to post that on his Instagram, right? $50, you know? A pair of off-white... this guy, by the way? Virgil Abloh. So he is the creative director for Louis Vuitton. He's black. Okay. He's a creative director for Louis Vuitton, and he's the creator of off-white brand. Mm -hmm. Okay, dope. Okay? okay. So a pair of off-white socks yeah. is like $100, yeah. right? And my man donated $50. And it was big on social media. People were like, oh, like, that's crazy. Like, what mm -hmm. the hell? Like, why would you even donate 50 bucks? Like, I, me personally, I've donated more than 50 bucks. And I'm not a creative director for Louis Vuitton. You know what I'm saying? And say so he could do a lot more. And then people were attacking him also because his creative team is all white. Right? There's not even a single black person. And he actually um, has been, uh, like, there's cases in the past where he's stolen designs and stuff from black creatives right okay and he always speaks up about helping black creatives and stuff like that but he steals from them but see now that's wait, 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 wait. okay sorry wait, wait um so yeah he he um basically people were attacking him because he's not doing enough mm -hmm. right uh but then he came up with a big post a big post um saying that like oh like I don't like this is not only what I'm doing. Like obviously I'm a black man. I've experienced racism. Blah blah blah. blah. I've actually donated twenty thousand five hundred. Mm -hmm. uh, blah blah blah. And like that, the fifty dollars is not the only thing that I've donated and stuff. But um, just because of that scenario, for me, 
I'm not buying off white anymore. And that's fair. But would you put him in the same category as Oprah? Um, because he chose to remain silent and he gave a lousy $50 donation that he chose to uh, show to everybody. I mean, I would say that like he's a remember, bit, you, you he's like just a step said, up above Oprah, but I mean, they're both in the same class. So you just said that. But not anymore because he's spoken up. He's spoken up now. Okay, but you just said someone who has been proven to take from the black culture is in the same boat as someone who did not take from the black culture. And they said they were in the same boat. You just said they were, they were one step above, but they're in one the same step boat. Above, the same boat, but now he's not in the same boat because he's chosen to speak up now. All right, fair. Now, the reason I was bringing up um, a company that you liked uh, like that um, was because in the media, I think it was either yesterday or today, um, the uh, CEO or owner of CrossFit mm. was uh, quoted posting on Twitter. Um, essentially, he made a statement that didn't support Black Lives Matter or the causes going on right now, and then ended it by saying, hashtag um, Floyd 19, or sorry, Floyd 20, or something like that. Essentially saying, like, this is just another thing that Black Lives Matter is just using just to, just to say something. Now, because of that, he has been dropped by Reebok. He has been dropped by a bunch of large-name gyms. But until he made that statement, no one said anything about um, CrossFit. Now, if he had never said anything, you wouldn't have gone, fuck CrossFit. They didn't do anything to support Black Lives Matter. You wouldn't have cared. Because it's not something you follow. You would not yeah. have created that enemy. I don't follow CrossFit, so... But see, that's the problem right there. You're willing to... The people that you do support, you're holding them to a higher standard than the people you don't know because about. Because I expect, I expect them to stand up. Because that, I, I follow these brands, obviously, for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because I respect them. All right. right? So if, if there's somebody that I respect and they choose to remain silent while all of this is going on, then yeah, I don't respect you anymore and I'm not going to wear it anymore. But you say that you respect This is just the same reason why he's only shopping at black, black stores, right? Because he respects well, them. Well, the, the reason why I'm shopping at black stores is because I realize that it's something I haven't been putting too much support to, towards. And just looking back at the information that's out there, that's, that's been out there and I haven't looked into like Black Wall Street, how we, all, we used to have... How black people used to have their their own um, like Wall Street, e Wall Street pretty much economy. economy. Their 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 community was thriving. They had mm. many businesses. They had uh, airports. They had movie theaters, and then that was all burnt down. And what I'm doing is in support of, in hopes of rebuilding something like that. So focusing more towards black businesses because I believe it's gonna have a positive effect with. That growth, and I believe that we should all be looking towards rebuilding that for ourselves, because there there are many, many other um, what ethnicities, mm -hmm. people of different ethnicities, yeah, who are supporting their own building their own, sure. and we are not doing that right now for ourselves. That's something we need to get on. But do you believe that this is going to be a lasting change, or is once once this dies down a bit, what dies down? 
the, this movement, because it will die down, because this isn't the first time something like this has happened. This isn't the first time riots have been caused all across North America, but it, but died, I think it's but got, it died down. It's got to be the last time that it dies down. People got to it, Has time. it ever gotten this big, though, where no. you see people no. in Japan rioting? Fair. All no, it, not it, rioting, it, it protesting. Has, it people in England, that big. London It has not gotten that protesting. big, but every... Here's two statements. Every single time that this has happened, it has died down. That's a fact. Yeah, it's and obviously it's, it's going not to die like down. every time it has it has happened has been raised to the same extent each time. It's gotten worse, more more prominent. Like the mm -hmm. word has been spread more. The effect has been yeah. spread more. But I believe this will die down after a year or two because people people of minority have. I won't say people of minority because there are a lot that. of races that, that that support <laughs> yeah. nonstop. The black culture supports itself for a time mm -hmm. and then they forget about it. And it always happens. And this is one of my biggest pet peeves with mm -hmm. people of our race is we are big to stand up and say something when something bad happens to us. Mm -hmm. But when nothing bad is happening, we forget the fact that our history happened. See, we then go back to Walmart. We go back to, to Loblaws. We go the, back to those that's places. That's the change we have to make. We, we can make a change by taking action right now and, and applying these new values into our, and disciplines into our life. I understand, but I'm asking you, do you genuinely think that this will be a lasting change? Like you say you buy at um, black-owned stores now. Do you think that you're going to continue doing that for the rest of your life now? And be I'm honest, gonna be I'm honest. Gonna, I'm going to continue looking to shop at more and more as I can because right now, of course, as we know, there's, there's nothing like Walmart. The other day, an example, like my... My girl wanted to go to, my fiance wanted to go to Walmart to pick up supplies because we were going to go to the protest. And I was like, nah, I'm not supporting Walmart. I know a black owned dollar, dollar store. We went to the dollar store that had everything we needed there. I drove like, and, and recently we've been eating a lot more at uh, black owned restu restaurants too. Mm -hmm. We've been eating Caribbean food. We've been eating at this um, bakery. I, I got to give the, the shout outs for the bakery, but it, New Caribbean is the one spot we eat at. Amazing food. They have vegan options, vegetarian options. Had some vegan roti the other day. Was blessed. So, like, it's, it's, it's expanding the consciousness and spreading that information that these businesses do exist. We never looked or even thought to look for, for these businesses. But now we know that they're out there and there are many platforms where you can go as a directory where you can search these thing up, things up. Like, Afrobiz dossier is a great place you can go to see um, throughout Canada where there are black businesses that you can go out and support within your communities. And I'm completely in agreement with what you're saying. And mm -hmm. I do hope that black people do take this message and run with it and continue it. But what I'm saying is, for example, in the southern states in the U.S., mm -hmm. they are a lot of black-owned banks, black-owned and operated banks okay. that are now gaining, I think it's something like 400% new clients and investments. Okay. Those banks didn't pop up overnight. No. It happened because this happened and there's a wave going right now. Do you genuinely think that black people, and I'm not saying they won't, mm -hmm. I'm just asking a question straight up. Do you genuinely think that black people will continue this trend 10 years from now? You know what? You right there, only, right you can there. only hope. Hold on, like, I, I don't like to talk about saying, putting it 
on someone else, like saying black people, we got to be the ones to step up and make sure that we are continuing with it. Exactly. That we are choosing to do it. And then in hopes that, you know, there are other individuals who are looking to do it as mm -hmm. well to, to make that improvement. And that's genuinely how it is. Like it's, it's easy to say that everyone needs to support us because this is happening. And if you're, I'm not even going to say if you're not racist or anything like that, if you're a human being, mm -hmm. you should be in support of what's going on. Because all people are asking for is just care. Yeah. The, the statement is black lives matter. Not that we're better. Not that we don't want to be shot. It's just that we, ma that's, that's we the bottom of the barrel. Matter. That, I just want to say that that's the mm. bottom of the barrel. We're not asking for much. People think that we're asking <laughs> for like everything. We're asking you to treat us better, like treat exactly. us better than you or everything. We're just looking to matter. Exactly. Exactly. Like, exactly. We're not looking for you no know, to get back to revenge. Nothing to to do what was done to us. We just want to matter. We want to be given the same rights. Not the same rights. We're supposed to be given the rights that. No, we, that, we're, we should we're be given this. To have. All right, think think of it this way. I was actually watching a comedian uh -huh. today. Um, I think it's a YouTube channel called Dry Bar Comedy or something like that. Is it a black guy? Um, it was a black guy. I think I know. And I he think was, I seen the video. Yeah, he, he was making a joke about it, but he was so true because he says, um, "We go around and preach that um, equality for women." Yeah. And that's that's a great cause. That's an awesome cause. We need that. Uh -huh. But then when we get to black people, all we're asking for is to matter. We're not asking for equal for rights, real. although we should have it. We're not asking for equal pay, although we should have it. Yeah. We're not asking to be treated as equals, although mm -hmm. we should have it. We're just asking to matter. Yeah. Opportunities as well. That's it. But there is so much outrage against that that I don't see the possibility of us creating substantial change in this society mm -hmm. anytime soon. But the thing is, it, it takes the little steps and it starts with us. We are the generation that's going to push forward and get things rolling, right? Because what is a movement? A movement is something that's in motion. We got to keep it going, right? True. It's not like we just do this, like you said, and then maybe it dies out. I don't think this time not. Like, I was not as aware before as I am now of... of you know, all the, the issues going on and how we were we were such an ind independent race like before, like with, you know, having our own businesses, having our own economy, and now we're reliant on many different economies that, that we do not have any power in, we don't, we don't own many things in, and we don't we don't really have much say in these places and that's because of the society we black communities are not given an opportunity to succeed as white communities are mm -hmm. and that's that's why i know i keep saying i'm playing devil's advocate but i do believe what i'm saying is a fact in terms that um we are fighting an uphill battle that we are not going to win anytime soon yeah cuz uh, six generations ago, my great 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 grandfather told his son, "It's gonna get better during your generation." <laughs> that son told his son, "It's gonna get better during your generations." Yeah. Four hundred years down the line, we're still sell we're still telling people it's gonna get better during your generation. Mm -hmm. 
how long are we going to say it's going to get better during your generation and start saying it's going to get better now? Yeah. And I'm not saying that's us going and overthrowing the government or anything crazy like that. But do you just keep going for the next 400 years? Or do you do something that can actually be fruitful for us? Mm -hmm. Can actually create benefit? Because all the great steps we have taken have been torn down. All the great steps we're taking now are being fought against. Hey, that's not that's not gonna stop us. We just gotta keep pushing forward gotta, even harder. I'm, I'm not saying it should stop us. We gotta riot until we burn down every last building. That's what we have to do. I, we have I, to burn I, down I, the White House. So um, he would, is joking about the actually oh, not in Canada. I'm There's no even, FBI. <laughs> We're good. I'm not even joking. All right, I right, I so on a closing note, I wanna leave y'all with some some books, some literature you can go and look into to educate yourself further on this so you can look into the fear of a black nation by david austin disarming intervention by Chantel anis cops crime and capitalism by todd gordon the black book of canadian foreign policy and the fire next time by james baldwin Everybody also take a look at the documentary, The 13th. I still got to finish that myself, but mm -hmm. go ahead, take a look at that. Educate yourselves, inform yourselves on matters that are going on right now so you can be a part of the movement because we need everybody. Everybody. And also, I just want to finish on one thing as well, which is like, I'm sure you guys have heard it before. It's the burning house um, analogy. Mm. So... If there's two houses, right, and one house is on fire, and then the fire department comes and waters down your house, but the other house is not on fire, the neighbor's like, hey, why aren't you watering my house? Doesn't mm -hmm. my house matter too? Yeah. And then the other person's like, oh, but my house is on fire right now, so my house needs attention right now. Yeah. And then the other person's like, well, like all houses should matter, right? So why, don't, why doesn't my house get watered? Mm -hmm. And then the other person's like, because your house is not on fire. Mm -hmm. Right, like my house needs. Like, do you understand how stupid mm -hmm. that sounds? And that's literally uh -huh. how stupid saying "all lives matter" sounds. And that's it's one of the messages that one of the speakers at the Black Lives Matter rally um, the other day preached. He said that all lives will matter once Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't preach all lives matter when other lives don't matter as much. Mm -hmm. So once we reach a state of equality or at very least mutual respect, then we can say all lives matter. That's where we drop the mic. Uh, that's, that's expensive. No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got money like that.